child of God, that's our desire, Lord, is to be filled by you, Lord, every fiber and every part of our being. Lord, today we just ask that you would come and speak to us, Lord. Help us, Father, to move out of the way once again, Lord, and let your word just come and speak to our hearts and our lives. We love you, Father. We praise you for all your mighty works you've done among us, Lord, and we just want to give you glory and honor this to thy name. Lord, we ask that you'd forgive us, Lord, for any doubts or unbelief, Father. And help us to believe, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's turn to Psalms 150. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. It's always refreshing, amen, just to come for a moment and Take a little time with Jesus, amen, and be with his people, and amen. Psalms 150 and verse 1, praise ye the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in the firmament of his power, praise him for his mighty acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon loud cymbals. Praise Him upon high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Amen. We'll let you be seated this evening. <clears throat> It's like to speak to you this evening on praise ye the Lord. You know, when you get in a battle, you get in life journey in the middle of it, it's easy to forget to praise him. You know, it's easy to forget exactly, you know, what he's done and, and, and who he is. And, you know, just even this Sunday as we, as we watched the video there as the, at the beginning of the service, it just shook me almost, it took me a moment to get a hold of myself, so to speak, because, you know, even, even in the one year that we've been here in this building and, and even, you know, the years, a couple of years prior to that um, uh, in building this place, you know, it's easy to forget just all that he's done for us. Yes, it's easy to, you know, for the devil, you know, the devil's always there to point out the negativity or things maybe in your life and situations that you wish would have went different or you wish could have went different. But, you know, we got to always constantly remind ourselves, amen, of what he has done and of his mighty acts. And he has done some mighty acts in our midst. He's, he's opened the Red Sea. He's, he's, he's fed, the, 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 fed the multitude. He's done all these things once again, living among us. And and, you know, you know, if we're not careful, though, our, you know, I, I'm even, I even become guilty of this. You know, if we're not careful in our lives, we, we instead of praising and offering a praise offering to God, we begin to murmur and complain. You know, we quickly forget what He's done for us and who He is and where He's brought us from. We get in a little trial on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever day it is, and. And our first instinct sometimes is to turn and, you know, begin to complain and murmur about things. And, you know, God don't want that. He, he wants somebody to trust him. And no matter what the situation, because, amen, for him to, for him to be able to perform mighty acts means he has to be a mighty God. And if he's a mighty God, he's an everlasting God. And so not, nothing that we're going through situations does not change, amen, who he is. And, but, you know, looking at the children of Israel, you know, their journey through the, through the, out, of the, out of Egypt into the, the uh, desert, into the promised land, how quickly their journey turned from praising him, amen, to murmuring and complaining. Yeah. 
you know, it was very quickly, it was just almost like the flip of a coin, it seemingly. You know, as you read the scriptures, there's one verse, they're praising, almost the next verse, they're complaining, you know, and they're, and they're, and they're, and they're murmuring against God. And, and Brother Branham picks this up, he says, we catch them now as they're going to the wilderness after all those great signs and, and wonders and, and, and the revival had quietened down. The first thing you know, when revival quietens down a little bit, you forget about all the miracles that took place in the revival. He said, isn't that just about how people are today? They forget what God did last year. You know, and looking at that little video, you know, as uh, you know, it's very easy to forget all those things, but what God has done for us, and and their mighty acts are not something that's just happenstance or something that just happened to happen, but it's God performing His promises among us. Amen. And He says they they forgot what God did the last year, what God did the meeting. And he said, have we forgot what God did in the last meeting? Or have we forgot what God did yesterday? They begin to murmur. They said, our souls loathe this light bread. They had left the garlics and onions of Egypt and was eating angels' food and still complaining. Mercy. Amen. Left all of those things and was still complaining. He said, isn't that like the church? He says, coming down to the holy those people, you all, you all of you eating angels food and then said, well, I wish we was back in Egypt to get some more garlic. You know, he said, we need to be looking at what God is doing among us. And he says, see, they left the muddy waters of Egypt to drink the pure waters from the rock of ages and was complaining about it. They left the place where the great boasting physicians of Egypt, boasters and all, to, and to be with the great physician. And they were still complaining about it. They left the place where they said that the days of miracles were past to be the people who had signs and wonders following them and still complaining. He says, see, oh my, down here, of course, the Egyptians, they were cold Gentiles and different. They didn't believe in no such a thing as miracles. Then they were out here where they had the pillar of fire among them, and we have it tonight. And they was out there where they had joy in the camp, shouting, miracles being performed, everything, and complaining about it. He said, that's the reason their water dried up. He said, that's the reason they didn't have nothing to eat or drink. It's because they were murmuring. Now, they thought they was murmuring because they didn't have nothing to eat. He said they didn't have nothing to eat or drink because they were murmuring. And he said, that's what's the matter. He said, with our churches around. He was in Louisville. He said, tonight, murmuring, complaining. He said, mercy, get back in the harness. Get back in the presence of God and begin to praise him. And begin to worship him. He said, you know, maybe some of those poor Israelites, you know, they, they left the garlics and the onions to eat angel food. They left the muddy waters of Egypt to drink from the fountain of life. They left the boasting physicians of Egypt to be with the great physician. They left a bunch of people that believes the days of miracles are past to be with someone who believes that God's the same today as he was yesterday. He said, see, they come out of Egypt. They come out of the world, out here in this glorious church of the living God, the firstborn among men. He said, but see, we have a little trial and God asks us to believe and hold on and we start complaining. He said, they left people back there that had no signs. They left people back there that had no pillar of fire, no cloud in their midst. They had nothing. There was nothing there but the, the garlics of Egypt. He said they started complaining. No wonder their water supply was cut off. Listen, if you want the glory of God cut off out of your life, start complaining. If you want the glory of God and the movement of the Holy Ghost in your life to completely shut off, start complaining and murmuring and talking about how big your problems are, how bad this situation is, or what's going over here, around here, over there, and you see this on this one, you see, start complaining about that. It'll be shut off. But if you want the, uh, the gushers of heaven to be opened upon you this, this day and you want God to pour out his spirit, start praising him. Start glorifying in him. Amen. He said, see, complaining. He said, I don't know what to do. You say, oh, my mermen left the garlic pots, left the physicians of Egypt, and was with the great physician, left the days of miracles of past. I'm so glad we left those things. 
Amen. We're left all of those things. He said, but still complaining. What's the condition? They left all of this. He said, that's the matter today. The supply's been cut off because we're murmuring too much. Oh, we're going we're to we're go back to the positive. Just hang on for a moment. He said, oh, God, give me the grace to never complain. Oh, my, that's a statement right there. I ain't even going to ask for hands how many complained today. How many murmured? How many said something in their heart? But, oh, God, give me the grace. This is the prophet's cry. Give me the grace to never complain. To never complain. I want my life. He said, I want my people's life. Amen. I mean, he's part of that, that people. Amen. Amen. God grant that our lives could be crowned no matter if we suffer, whatever takes place. How many turns against us? I know this is one thing in my life as I get older. My friends, the streams behind me will soon be running out narrow and narrow as I go down the road. I know one thing. It'll come to pass after a while. There'll no, be nobody come to me, ask for advice. The ones that know me in my younger days will be gone on. If I should live, my friends will get fewer and fewer as I get older. I know that someday I've got to die, but I hope. That God never let Satan crown me with an old crabbed, indifferent man. My wife, an old nagging woman. Oh, yeah. That's a good place to pull the jacket off. Amen. My wife, an old nagging woman, or your wife. Amen. Or your wife. Are you that way? Hello, somebody. Well, we ought to put it on the wife, but he said, are you that way? Amen, an old nagging man. <laughs> he says, I pray, brother, that our lives will be crowned with the fruits of the Holy Ghost, yeah. the Spirit of God, crowned with love, yeah. crowned with joy, crowned with gentleness and peace, patience, truth and faith in the Holy Spirit. He said, I tr do not try to say so much about this, you know, about people complaining, but I think one of the most horriblest things is to see a man or a woman that's constantly complaining. Preach it, Brother Timothy. Preach it, Brother Brown. Amen. I, I, the most horriblest thing that I can see is a man or a woman that's constantly complaining. I always thought, God, keep me from it. Amen. How many would have that same attitude tonight? God, keep me from it. See, when you do that, it weakens your faith. Amen. It weakens your faith. I know as they get older, each one of us, we're going to get something, something's going to happen. There's going to be accumulation of things, you know, as you get older. But I think the most horrible thing, he says it twice, is Satan to crown some person's lives with a crabbed old man or an old woman, you see. I hope I don't ever get to that place. Hallelujah. I want my life crowned with the glory of Almighty God. Amen. I want my life crowned with His Holy Spirit. Remember what God has done. Praising Him for His mighty acts. Praising Him for His marvelous works that He's doing among us. That's why testimonies, I never get tired of hearing a testimony. The devil gets tired of it. Amen. He gets tired of a preacher talking about this or that, and oh, and then he starts complaining about it. Well, he's just trying to make himself to be somebody. No, we're not making ourselves to be anybody. We are who we are, sons and daughters of God. I didn't put myself here. He put himself here. He put me here. Therefore, when he's done something for me, I'm going to praise him for it. I'm going to tell somebody. I'm going to rejoice in the things of God. Amen. We're to look at what he's doing among us and praise him for it and thank him for it and never forget who he is. Amen. Let's turn to Daniel chapter 2 and verse 19. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're having a good Wednesday. Amen. Wonderful. Says so then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. 
Oh, it's a wonderful thing to have the ability to see in the night. It's a wonderful thing as a bride of Jesus Christ to be able to have the ability to see who we are in the darkest hour there's ever been. That right there alone is enough to praise you about. Amen. That you tonight, amen, you say, well, I'm going through this. Forget all of that. You have the ability to see. You have the ability to see the word of God and the revealed truths of the hour. That's enough to praise him about. In the darkest time there's ever been, he's given you the ability to see the vision that's happening in this day. When, when that was revealed to David, Daniel, what did he do? Start complaining, murmuring. No. Daniel blessed the God of heaven. I hope that's what you came to do tonight is bless the God of heaven. And Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. What was he doing? He was praising him for who he is. And that's what you have to do in the middle of your difficulty is not praise your difficulty. Praise your God for who he is. Praise him. Amen. No matter what's going on, praise God. No matter what's happening, praise him for who he is. And he changes the times and the season. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth the kingdom unto the wise and the knowledge to them that know understanding. See, now he's praising him not just for who he is. He's praising him for what he does. Oh, come on. Is there any Daniels in the house tonight? Amen. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness. Oh, hallelujah. God knows what's in the darkness out there. You know, I always had this saying, I don't know, maybe picked it up from my father. You know, you, you ask, are you scared of the dark? No, I ain't scared of the dark. I'm scared of what's in the dark. Dark don't scare me as long as I know there's nothing in the dark. <clears throat> but it's those things, those unknown things of, you know, what might, you know, you ever went out maybe to your mailbox at night and it's pitch black and, well, if you live in the country, I don't know how it is in the city, but you go out there and, you know, it can be pitch black and, and you hear this little noise over here and you hear this and over there and you got to imagine maybe it's a bear. You say, well, they ain't got no bears. And I, yeah, they do. Yeah. Hey, and you, get, you start them out. Are you out hunting? Amen. Brother George. <laughs> Brother George talks about it. You said, get off the stand. Your hair starts standing up on the back of your neck. It ain't the dark. It's what's in the dark. But he knoweth what's in the darkness. <clears throat> Amen. And the light dwelleth with him. So if you are with him, he expels the darkness to reveal what is there. Amen. If you had a flashlight, you can look over there at that noise and realize there's nothing but a little leaf clacking around over there. You know, clattering around, just making a little noise, what you thought was a big old bear. Right? I, I mean, I must be talking to the bravest people in the world. Am I the only one? That, Brother Joe, I know you. Yeah. Yes, sir. Amen. But if you got that light, you can shine it over there, and it reveals what's there. Well, it's just a spook. That ain't nothing real over there. <laughs> That's what the Word has done in this darkness that we live in. It shined a light upon that over there. Oh, that's just an old toothless devil. He's just a bluff. He ain't got no power. All the power stripped from him at Calvary. You don't have no reason to be afraid of him. And he thanked him in verse 23. I thank thee and praise thee, O Lord, thou God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might and has made known unto me now that what we desire of thee. For thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. What he thanked him for helping him. So Daniel, instead of turning, amen, from, to, to his problems and looking at all the situation and how bad it was, and no doubt it was very gloomy there. Amen. The situation, he was in captivity. It was, it was enough to complain about. He had enough reason to complain. He was in captivity, but instead of doing that, he, he, God had brought the vision. He had brought the eyesight. And so he looked towards the vision and what God had given him instead of the problems and the situations around him. And he praised him for who he was. He praised him for what he does. And he praised him and thanked him for his help that he gave him in that hour. 
What a difference it'll make in your situations. If you'll address every situation, God has already seen this. He knows what's in the darkness, so he already knows what's before me. And I'm going to thank him for who he is. I'm going to thank him for what he's doing for me. And I'm going to thank him right now for helping me. You know, there was two men. It's one of my favorite stories, and I have referred to it, but I like good testimonies, all right? This is a great testimony. Acts 16 and verse 23 says about Paul and Silas. Now, you know, Paul and Silas, they get thrown in jail. And, you know, they get thrown in this situation, and all they did was cast out a devil. It wasn't even a righteous, you know, they hadn't broke no laws. They hadn't done anything to deserve this punishment. But it made the people that had that, had that woman that was making money from made them mad. And so they riled up the people and they beat them and said when they had laid many stripes upon them. Didn't just hit them one time and they turned their cheek. It, many stripes upon them. They cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who had ever received such a charge? Put them in the inner prison. Amen. It's the worst place to be in. In the inner prison. Amen. Made their feet fast in stocks. Brother Branham said, here they were bleeding and they had open sores and they were laying in a place that no doubt had places they could contact leprosy and they could get all kinds of diseases upon them. Situation. Amen. And they'd put them in there and they, but instead of looking at the stripes, instead of looking at the problems, instead of looking at the unfair treatment. Instead of looking at all of that, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Come on, some Paul and Silas's. Amen. We're off the murmurs now. I'm looking for some Paul and Silas's. I'm looking for some Daniels. I'm looking for somebody that'll say, I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to glorify him. I may be in a bad situation tonight. I don't know what to do about, but I'm going to thank God for who he is. And I'm going to thank him for what he's doing. And I'm going to praise him right now for his help. That's exactly what they've done. They sing praises. Let's turn to 113. Psalms 113 and verse 1. These are the praises they sung. It was actually the Passover hymns. Set the picture again. They're not sitting on a green padded pew. Right. All right. <clears throat> they're not sitting in an air-conditioned building. They didn't get here to this place that they're in in an air-conditioned car. Come on, somebody. They're not sitting in a nice place. In a, they're sitting in a horrible situation, seemingly, for, by these eyes. In the innermost prison, it seems like impossible for escape. Seems like it's impossible for them to get out. And here they are, not only in a prison, they've been beat to death. They're bound hand and foot. Paul looks over at Silas and says, you know what I feel like? I feel like praising him. <laughs> Silas said, I can't sing. Paul said, I don't care if you sing or not. don't matter. I feel like praising him. I feel like glorifying him. I feel like magnifying him. I, I feel like giving God glory. We're in a trial, yes, but he's still God. We're in a situation, yes, but he's still God. We're bound, yes, but he's still God. We're beaten, yes, but he's still God. We're in the innermost prison, yes, but he's still God. Hallelujah. And their first words out of their mouth was praise ye the Lord. Praise ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same. The Lord's name is to be praised. Period. Amen. It doesn't tell you that, okay, if the sun rises and you have a good day and you end the night on a happy tune, you can pray. No, it didn't talk about nothing about that. It didn't tell you if you had a good day, bad day, or mediocre day, okay day, wish it was another day. It didn't tell you none of that. It said when the sun rises, praise his name. And as it goes across the land, praise his name. And as it sets again, praise his name. 
The Lord is high above all the nations. What are they doing? They're talking about who he is. And his glory above the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord our God who dwelleth on high? Who humbled himself to behold the things that are in heaven and earth? He raises up the poor out of the dust. And he lifts the needy out of the dunghill. Woo! Hallelujah! You ought to be able to praise him tonight. Because he took your life out of the dunghill of sin. He took your life out of the raunchiness of, of, of Laodicea and the raunchiness and the sickness that they got and the situations they try to put upon people. Right. And he brought you up. And he set you up in heavenly places. And we can't praise him. Not only did he bring you up, that he may set him with princes and the princes of his people. He brought us out of dope, out of pornography, out of rebellion, out of every kind of sin you want to name. And he set you in this place among the princes, among his chosen people. Among his chosen peculiar, a chosen generation. Oh, we ought to be able to praise him. He give us an opportunity. He make it the barren woman to keep house. Hallelujah. You that was barren and unfruitful, he brought life into your body. Amen. To be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Come on, somebody. I feel like praising, praising him. Is there Silas here? I feel like praising, praising him. Praise him in the morning. Praise him all day long. I feel like praising. And when Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob for a people of a strange language, Judah was a sanctuary. Israel was his dominion. The sea saw it and fled. He's remembering his mighty acts. Paul and Silas are repeating back to God his mighty acts. The sea saw you, God, and it fled. Jordan was driven back. The mountains skipped like lambs and the little hills like lambs. What aileth thee, O sea, that thou fleddest? Thou Jordan that was driven back. Ye mountains that ye skipped like rams and ye little hills like lambs. And all of a sudden, Paul got inspired and he said, Tremble thou earth at the presence of God. Amen. He began to speak the word of God, believing not only was God then, he's God now. Hallelujah. Tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of God of Jacob. Who was bringing the presence into the prison? Paul and Silas was. Who's going to bring the presence of God into this building? You are. You are. Amen. If you'll just lay aside all your murmurs and your complainings and lift up those mighty hands. Which turned the rock into standing water and the flint into fountains of water. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but thy name give glory for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. Wherefore shall the heathen say, where is now their God? But our God is in the heavens. He has done whatsoever he has pleased. Their idols are silver and gold, the works of man's hands. They're reminding each other. Our God is a living God. Our God is a living God. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes they have, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses they have, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet they have, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throat. What are they? Dead. Dead. And they that make them are like unto them. Oh, yeah, you want to be dead? Worship a dead God. You want to be a dead person walking around, amen, in a a body? You want to be dead spiritually? Worship a dead God. But if you want to live a a life, amen, a spiritual life, worship the living God. 
Amen. See, he says they make them or like unto them, so is everyone that trusts in them. But, O oh, Israel, trust thou in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O oh, house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their house and their help and their shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. Amen. What a thing to say. Paul and Silas is sitting like this. The Lord hath been mindful of us. Drip, drip, blood dripping down. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Oh, yeah. Amen. Ye are blessed of the Lord which has made heaven. The heavens, there's enough to praise God right there. Ye are blessed of the Lord which hath made heavens and earth. The heavens, even the heavens are the Lord, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Things are starting to get a little riled up in that place. Amen. The scripture says not only did they, they hear him right there, the whole prison heard them. You know why? Because they wasn't dead. <laughs> they were still alive. There was still blood pumping through them. And they could turn their eyes toward the hills which cometh their help. They knew that their help wasn't in a Roman soldier. Their help wasn't anything natural that they could do. They could only, amen, depend upon the angels of God to come on their behalf. Amen, he said. In the verse one, one, chapter 116, it began to sing again, I love the Lord. Why is it that sometimes our situations change how much we love him? Or maybe how much we show him our love. Uh-huh. I heard the song tonight, I want to fall in love with him Amen. all over again. Know him like never before. See, that ought to be the cry of every heart. Not I know enough of him. I want to know him like never before. I love the Lord. Because he's heard my voice and my supplication. How do you know, Paul? How do you know that, Silas? Because he said he would. He promised me he'd never leave me or forsake me. He promised me he'd be there for me. And even though I'm in a prison right now, he's still my God. He promised me he'd be here for me. He promised me he would not leave me in this dark Laodicean age. He promised me he was going to come back for me. Because he has inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death can pass me. The pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow, but then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, but yet he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with thee, for thou hast delivered my soul from death and my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. And I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore, I have spoken. I was greatly afflicted. And said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious is in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Paul and Silas wasn't scared to die. Amen. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Oh, Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant. 
and thy son of thy handmaid, thou hast loosed my bonds. I believe, therefore I have spoken. Thou hast loosed my bonds. Oh, hallelujah. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving. That was a sacrifice. The sacrifice of thanksgiving. Listen, it wasn't when they was feeling like praising him or feeling like worship or feeling like glorifying the king of kings. It wasn't during that time. Might have been on a Wednesday night. Might have been on a Monday morning. Might have been on a Sunday. I don't know what day it was. What, ha- what day it happened to them. Here they find themselves broken. They found themselves beating, beaten. Maybe this week, the devil's been beating on you. It's his job. It's what he does. He's not going to come up and encourage you. Tell you just how good you are and you're such a good fighter and you're, such, you're amazing. No, no. He's there with discouraging thoughts. Beating you. Day after day. You don't have the Holy Ghost. How many times is he going to tell you that? This word ain't for you. Why don't you just walk out? Why don't you just quit? Why don't you just stop? Why don't you? And tonight you come and you're in a prison in your mind, bound by these tormenting thoughts, bound by these things. I trust that you will begin to turn your eyes from all that stuff, all that naysaying. I look at it sometimes. I turn it on him. You know, he wouldn't be telling me I wasn't a child of God if I wasn't. He wasn't, be, you know what I mean? He wouldn't be telling me I wasn't saved if I wasn't. He wouldn't be telling me I didn't have the Holy Ghost if I didn't have it. He wouldn't be telling me this message wasn't for me if it was for me, or if it wasn't for me, it is for me. Amen. He called me into this place. He brought me to this moment. He gave me a night vision. He showed me who I am. And, amen. So the devil's always going to be there to attack you and to cause you to doubt those things. But that ain't the time to murmur. That's the time to praise God. The devil comes up and says, you're not a son of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for calling me to be a son. Thank you for bringing me out of this Laodicea age and calling my name. And bringing me to a moment that I can realize that's not who I am. One seventeen says, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people, for his merciful kindness is great towards us. The truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. His mercies are new every morning. His merciful kindness is great. God rich in mercy. Wow, we can look around at this last year and we can say, God, rich in mercy. We can look around at those last moments here upon this earth and we have to say, he's God, rich in mercy. Hey man, if I had somebody out there that was wayward, I would just begin to uh, proclaim that. He's a God that's rich in mercy. He's rich. He's exceedingly rich. He's, he's got abundant grace, abundant mercy. You know, I, I get amazed at people that look at this message and say it's a bunch of law. I don't see nothing but mercy. I see nothing but grace. I see nothing but God's unmerited favor. The truth of the Lord endures forever. Well, we can look at this last year and we can say that's the truth. God's word is still the truth. It don't matter how many naysayers come. It don't matter how many demons say it ain't possible. It don't matter what's going on. His, his word's true. Number one, true. And I want you to understand, this message we believe is this Bible. 
You know, I guess I get confused when people say, I want to just serve a, somebody, a religion that just talks about Jesus. This is what this is about. It's about Jesus. He's all through the scriptures. I, we was talking about it the other day. Uh, as ministers, you know, I'm so thankful we don't have a, 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 a you know, a, a, a belief that we got to walk up to somebody and say, well, you know, that Bible don't work. I need to give you something else. No, but the prophet of this age opened this Bible and began to make it live. The anointing that was upon him, the mighty angel that came down in this age, opened that very Bible, the truth that endures forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. How long can we praise him just for that statement right there? He is good. Because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. Why are we murmuring and complaining about? The pillar of fire is still among us. He's still leading the way. He's still opening up the fountains of life. He's still revealing his word to us. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? It is better to trust the Lord taketh my part upon them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They can pass me about, yea, they can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They can pass me about like bees, they're quenched as fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Thou hast thrust sore in me that I might fall, but the Lord help me. The Lord is my strength and song, and has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does violently and the right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does violently. I shall not die but live. Listen to their confession. They begin to confess the word of God. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me sore, but he has not given me over to death. Open up to me the gates of righteousness, and I will go into them, and I will praise the Lord. The gate of the Lord into which the righteous shall enter, I will praise thee. Hallelujah. For thou hast heard me, and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused to become the headstone of the corner, this is the Lord's doing. What? Wow. This is the Lord's doing. About that time, we got other prisoners that come over there and was peeking in. What in the world is going on in this cell? Normally, normally when people come in here looking like you, they're cussing. They're fuming. They're angry at the world. What do you mean? Hey, you. Hey, you, what's your name? Paul? Oh, hey, Paul. You said this is the Lord's doing? <laughs> what, a, what a Lord. You're beating. Don't, don't, don't you see what you got going on there, Paul? What's your buddy's name? Si oh, si hello, Silas. You got the same. Are you crazy? This is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in your eyes? This is the day. Paul said, look back at him and says, this is the day that the Lord hath made. Uh-oh. Uh that right there changes the whole situation. Do you realize every day you get up is a day God made? Amen. <laughs> well, that makes me want to run. When you realize that no matter what day it is, you get up, God made it. 
You run to school, you run to school and you have the worst day of your life. Guess what? It's the day God made. You run to your job and it's the worst day of your life. Guess what? It's the day God made. Amen. You run into your home and everything's tore up and things are racking. It's a day God made. What are you going to do with the day God made? I will be glad and rejoice and be glad in it. Mercy. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee. Send now prosperity. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house. The Lord God is the Lord, which has showed us the light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even to the horns of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, and I will exalt thee. Oh, give thanks. Is he your God tonight? Amen. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, and I will exalt thee. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake. And the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately, all doors. All doors. Hallelujah. Every chain that was upon them fell off. Their bonds were loose. Let me read the scripture. And everyone's bands. You know what that means? That means your bands, your bands, your bands. Because two people said, I'm not going to murmur and I'm not going to complain. I'm going to praise a living God. Hallelujah! An earthquake came. God began to move. God began to change the situation. Was God the earthquake? No, but it was the effects of his coming. Amen. Was God, was a change following? Was that God? No, but it was the effects of his appearing. Why? Because two people, you say, well, I want to do something for God. God, Brother Adam said, if you, God could ever light your fire, God could ever get you on fire for God, it'll do more for this church than 40 revivals. Amen. We sit there, we go, I wish Brother so-and-so would get free. I wish Sister so-and-so would get free. Why don't you let it start with you? Say, let it be me, Jesus. Let me be the one that'll look beyond the noise and look beyond the circumstance and look beyond the problems in the situation and lift my hands. Hallelujah. You want your neighbor to be free? It starts with you. I want my children free. It starts with you, Daddy. It starts with you, Mama. Hallelujah. Amen. You want your children to worship? It starts with you. Oh, oh, oh. Hallelujah. That's what happens. Well, you say, it's in my family to be negative. Well, get a different family. It's called the family of God. Join up. How do you join? How did I join? Did I just change my name? No, you change your nature. And it changes you from being an old crabbed spirit and complaining about this and complaining about that. And it gives you joy bells of heaven ringing down on the inside of your soul that you can't quench it, you can't stop it. You know, the devil can't stomp it out because there's fire built up inside of you. And it ain't a human fire. It ain't a preacher's fire. It's the fire of the Holy Ghost that fell on the day of Pentecost. It'll affect you the same way as it did Paul and Silas. Amen. We want things to move. God sent a revival. God sent a revival. God sent a revival. Yeah, yeah, Lord, send it over there to that certain person. No, let it be me. Hallelujah. He said, what time are we living in? 
What is the sign God said he would show last before it come to pass? What is the things he said? Israel's in her place. The fig tree's being restored back again. Everything exactly setting in line. The church in Laodicea condition. Jesus on the outside of his church, just as David was up above Bethlehem, a fugitive from his own people. And Christ, the Bible says, in the last day would be a fugitive to his own people. Their revelation is the third chapter in Laodicea and Hades that were living in Christ is on the outside knocking, trying to get in, a fugitive. What was it then? David standing there, something beginning to yearn for a drink of water, some fresh water from the wells of Bethlehem. And he just made a cry. If I could just have a drink. That cry went across his camp. There's a few foot shoulders sitting there. He said, you hear that? My king wants a drink. You hear that? My king wants a drink. You hear that? My king wants a drink. They grabbed their swords in a bucket. My king wants a drink. He's tired of drinking of our murmurings and complainings. He's tired of drinking of our broken lives and broken cisterns. He wants a fresh drink. Something stirred in those young men's hearts so much that they'd go grab their swords and begin to fight. They got to that service, they're sitting there on a Wednesday night, sitting there in their pew. Amen, preacher. God bless you. Glory to God. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, my king wants a fresh drink. My king wants a fresh drink. Where can I get it for him? There's Philistines. There's things walled up around me. Let me pull my sword. I'm going to fight through every devil I got to fight through. Well, the atmosphere is not good, but I'm going to fight through the bad atmospheres. I'm going to fight through every hindered spirit. I'm going to fight through everything that tries to tell me I can't do it. It ain't no, it's impossible. It ain't for you. You ain't got the joy of God no more. You ain't felt the presence. Well, just wait till I get there. I'm fighting. I'm pushing my way all the way to the wells of Almighty God. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, your Lord, your King wants a fresh drink. He wants a drink from the wells. Listen, the well ain't over there in Bethlehem no more. The well's right here. And he's wanting you to pour yourself out as a, as a praise offering to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. I wonder if we can do that tonight with our hearts and our lives and we'll forget about things for a moment. Yeah, you say, Brother Timothy, you're trying to work us up. You're exactly right. I'm trying to get you so angry with that suppressing spirit that wants to hold you down. Service after service after service. You got a sword. Grab the sword of the word and go to hacking devils. Hallelujah. Amen. If he stole your joy, go get it back. If he stole your happiness, go get it. Hallelujah. Whatever the devil's taken from you. Amen. I wouldn't stop till I got a hold of it. And I took it back from him and said, this is my promise. This is my inheritance. And you can't have it, devil. Hallelujah. He said, all warriors today, Jesus wants a drink of good. Oh, Pentecostal, fresh water. Hallelujah. Take the word of God. Pull it and cut yourself through every creed and cut yourself through every tradition. Cut yourself through all those things until you can bring him a fresh drink. A fresh drink. It's a fresh and new experience. It's a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost. It's a fresh renewing. As we come to these meetings... It ought to be your heart's desire. Let me cut my way, Lord. 
through the freshness of the Holy Ghost. Lord, I've let an old crabby spirit get a hold of me. Get your sword out. Cut it off. Well, depression is getting a hold of me, Brother Timothy. Get get the sword out. Cut it off. Lord, I'm in a situation I don't know what to do with. I, I don't know where to turn. Press, move towards him. He's wanting a fresh drink. Don't bring our past and the things that's back there behind us to him. Our problems and situations and try to let him drink from that. Our murmurings and our complainings. But he wants to drink from your praise. He inhabits the praises of his people. You want God to fall in your car? Start praising him. You want God to fall in your home? Start praising him. Simple, but it's the truth. Why do you think the devil always tries to keep you stirred up? Why do you think he always tries to get that agitation in things? Always rubbing, poking. Why? Because he knows if you ever start praising God, he's going to come. And the devil's going to lose all power when this angel steps in the room. I wonder tonight, can you give him a fresh drink? A fresh drink drink a fresh praise wonder how many tonight would just say Lord I just want to ask your forgiveness of my complaining and my murmuring how many in this moment would do that I'm sorry. I had to do it just this, this evening. There at my couch in my office, knelt down and said, Lord, I'm sorry for my murmuring, my complaining, forgetting who you are, forgetting what you've done for me, forgetting how you've moved among us and how you've opened the Red Seas and you've touched hearts and lives. I'm sorry. What's after I'm sorry? Praise. I just want to praise you, Lord. I just want to magnify you, Lord, for truly you've done great things among us. Lord, we've witnessed it time after time after time the moving of the Holy Spirit among us. Lord, changing lives and changing hearts and Lord, raising the dead among us, people, Lord, that we don't know if there's any hope for. Here they are among us, Lord. You're moving. You're changing. The body's coming to life. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. Lord, we thank you for every healing, every deliverance, Lord, every, every moment that you move, Father, every time at your word that's been restored in this hour. Lord, how you come on the scene, Lord Jesus. Lord God, as you moved in situations that seemed immovable and impossible, but truly there's nothing impossible with you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for being God. We thank you, Lord, for being who you are, that you're the same today as you was yesterday, Lord. God, you're the same God that moves among us, that changes hearts and lives. You're the same God that heals the sick, that raises the dead, that, Lord, restores the hearts again, Father. Lord, you're the God here that can fall upon a heart that may be hard, and Lord, and pulled away from you, but you're the same God today. 
God, I thank you, Lord, for bringing, Lord, the healing, Lord, among us, Father, and the situations that you face head on, Lord, just seemingly, God, in a moment, in a twinkling of eye, you took it all away. God, you're so wonderful. I thank you, Lord, for how you've moved in my own family, Lord, through my little boy Andrew years ago, and you gave him a new set of lungs, Lord. And my daughter Adriana, Lord, as she lay there lifeless, Lord, and Lord, her eyeballs couldn't see, Lord, and stunned and didn't know what was going to happen. Just in a moment, you changed the whole situation. Lord, I thank you, Father, for all that you've done in our hearts and our lives. God, truly, there's none like you. God, there is none like you. Your, your marvelous works and your mercy is so great. It's so marvelous, Lord, that we ain't got words to explain it. We, we ain't got words to even express just how wonderful you are, Lord, and how great you are and how mighty you are, Father. Lord, there's none like you. Lord, we just, God, I thank you, Lord, for opening my eyes that I can see. Lord, I think about the, the one millionth hundred whatever percent of a chance of being born in the family I was born in, Lord, to be able to see the truth that I see in this hour. Lord, to be real raised in this message. And, and Lord, uh, I heard it from just a little child, Father. Never been nowhere else. God, I thank you. And Lord, yes, I made mistakes. Yes, I went down the wrong path. But a God who's rich in mercy that turned me around, Father, and changed my heart and changed my life. God, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, I love you, Lord. I thank you for all that you've done. Lord, just so overwhelmed, Lord, just watching even that video that was put together of all the things you've done among us. Every time I walk down these hallways and walk into this sanctuary, I'm just amazed. I see these people, Lord, your precious people, Lord, you place in this assembly. I'm just amazed. Lord, I see, God, the things you're doing among us. I, I can't say that, but I'm amazed. God, you're so wonderful. You're so mighty, God. You're so great. We love you, Father. We praise you, Lord. There's none like you. Hallelujah. Thy hour cometh and now is, Lord, when true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and truth. And the Father seeketh such to worship. Lord, you're seeking us out, Lord, in this hour. Worshipers that'll praise you, that'll glorify you, that'll give you honor, that'll magnify you, Father, that'll put everything aside. Lay it all down, Lord, and just praise you. Praise you, the Lord. Lord, we thank you for your wonderful works. We thank you for your mercy that's everlasting. We thank you for these things. Lord Jesus, we thank you right now and praise you, Lord, for the, the walls that are crumbling, Lord. The walls that are falling, Father. The handcuffs that are coming off, chains that are being broken. Just as praises are being lifted up. Oh, God, thank you, Father, for all these things, Lord. God, that freedom can come in our hearts and lives. Lord, we don't have to be bound by these things. Lord, we can be a free people. Born for the sky. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Hallelujah. Just tell him you love him just right now. Just express that. I love you, Lord. I love the Lord. Hallelujah. I love the Lord. I magnify your name. A fresh drink. Hallelujah. When, oh, my. We left the old muddy waters of Egypt. We're now under the fountain of life. We've We've left all the boasting physicians. We're under the great physician. Oh, we left all of the leeks and garlics and the things of the, of the world and all those things. They don't have no hold on us. God, how wonderful that is, the freedom we have in our hearts. Jesus, we love you. We have the pillar of fire among us. 
Amen. We have God moving among us. Oh, yeah, we don't have to complain. We don't have to fuss. We just want to praise you, Lord. And thank you for all these things. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Musicians, come. Let's sing that. I'm so blessed. He walks among us. And all that he does, we're so blessed. Don't forget how blessed you are. He didn't leave you in Egypt, but he brought you out with a mighty hand. He ain't brought you out to leave you off in the desert somewhere, but he brought you out to take you into a promised land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He walks among 